0: Welcome to Two Gals and a Glass Half Full. Uh, today, you're here with I'm Dr. Bobby and this is Dr. Jess. And we're, and we're going to start kind of talking about nutrition. Now, neither one of us are nutritionists, neither one of us have gone to school for it. So, this is just a true conversation between two healthcare providers um, who try to live their life as healthy as they possibly can, knowing that life gets in the way. So, uh, this morning, Dr. Jess, what you got in your cup today?
1: This morning, I am drinking my morning cup of coffee, just a little bit of uh, half and half, no sugar, um, just enough to like take a little bit of the acidity down. Um, Dr. You Dr. Like Dr. The, uh-huh. do you
0: like the flavors in it or is yours just straight coffee? Just straight coffee.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. I do a low acidic, um, it's a little easier on my stomach and, um, yeah, overall, it just it it I can drink two cups and then it doesn't <laughs> me <up> at all. <laughs> You're not limited by the amount of cups. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's three, um, but we're not going to like advertise that as normative. <laughs> uh, what's in your glass, Dr. Bobby?
0: So I have a nice big glass of water
1: because
0: I realized like in the past week, I've been flying a lot and traveling a lot. And then because of that, life gets super busy. And yesterday, this is probably like 32 ounces. Yesterday, I successfully drank a large coffee and then about half of this. And that was all I had. And so- Um, when you wake up kind of with headache and this, it's like, okay, I better start getting more water in me.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a, a good way to good way to start the day. I realized at the end of the day, I was I was very busy yesterday with treating patients and had some meetings through lunch. And I got to the end of the day and realized I had had no water. So like I downed my entire water bottle. And then once I got home, I had like, two more cups of water and I'm like I'm gonna have to wake up in the middle of the night to pee but like I always <laughs> find easy. like I do really
0: well first thing in the morning if I am like mm-hmm. conscious of it but then like there's this like huge gap in the middle of the day where it's like nada right um and some days I don't have lunch or I don't get a lunch so like then it's really nada. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah. Trying to make that trying to make that a commitment. And then so like strategies I use to like get myself to drink water are like I'll leave my water bottle in plain sight. Like so I have to see it and I'll still walk right past it. Like you've got to drink water. Have
0: you ever seen those water bottles that have like the 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? Like, or no, it's going down this way. Like the levels, like I've kind of tempted to like get one of those for myself, but then I'm like, will I really use it? Like, do I want to spend the money? Because will I really like force myself to actually do it? I need to,
1: but right. will I? I know, I know. All different strategies. <laughs> so um so it's it's nutrition awareness month. for now into month of March. And what we one that our caveat obviously is that we're not nutritionists, but we do like to raise awareness for um, different topics that are being talked about throughout the country. And so with it being Nutrition Awareness Month, it's like, well, let's let's talk a little bit about nutrition and what we do as individuals to try and lead a healthy lifestyle and eat as healthy, quote unquote, healthy as we can. Um, but again, not giving specific nutritional advice by any means. Um, so, So Dr. Bobby, do you when you think of a healthy diet, what comes to mind when you think of that?
0: So I think one of the first things like, and it's almost, when I think of healthy, um, it almost seems out of reach. Um, It seems like I have to be perfect 100% of the time. um, And that you're not allowed to have those little cheat meals you're not allowed to have that glass of alcohol that may be needed after a stressful day or with you know a group of friends so um I think initially when I hear the word healthy that is what my brain goes to it's automatically on a defense of like ah um but if I break it down I think it's eating like whole foods and like just trying my best to supply my body with the nutrients that it will need to help it run better.
1: Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much like what we all can do is um, the, I think the I've read a number of books that are just all about like slow food nation and, and different ways of trying to better understand how to fuel our bodies. But I think the first thing that helps me when I think about healthy diet is I, when I look at food, I think of it as fuel. So if I can, if I can perceive it in that way, then I can think about the different ways that food can help fuel me. So whether it's protein to kind of help me with um, developing muscle and keeping muscle, whether it's calcium to help with bone development, um, things like that, where I'm just trying to make sure that throughout the day, I'm getting as much balance as possible. So I could eat fruits that are lighter in nature, like lighter color in nature, or I can eat fruits that are darker color in nature, and they're going to have different things that are good for me. And so if I eat those darker fruits, they have more antioxidants in them. So then when I'm making my smoothie, I'm like, well, how about I put some darker fruit in there in addition to protein powder, in addition to some microgreens, in addition to some chia seed, um, ground flax seed and kind of mix that all in. And then I'm trying to get as much as possible out of that one smoothie. So when I'm, I don't have all that much time to, to have breakfast, then I'm getting a little bit more bang for my buck out of that. And that's just like different strategies to um, try and, in, and incorporate that awareness. Um, but, um, but Dr. Bobby, do you have any, any like sensitivities that you have to work around when you, when you're trying to eat this healthy diet and things that don't work well for you? So I will say, okay, so I out there, you know, there's
0: obviously there's a lot of keto diet, this diet, this diet, and I don't really believe in diets. I feel like you should do something that can be a healthy lifestyle, something that you can do long-term. Um, there was one point in my life where, um, if I ate, I was nauseous. If I didn't eat, I was nauseous. Like every time I put food into me, I just, I felt terrible. Um, So the one time I did do something called Whole30, which I think a lot of people is out there. Now, the difference between this is it's not meant, it's meant to do for 30 days to kind of figure out what your body is sensitive to. And then you add everything back in. Um, And during that time, I found I've been tested because I thought I was like, had a lactose intolerance or anything like that. And it all came back negative, but through doing this elimination diet for 30 days, I found that bread and milk are two things that like really bother me. It's not that I can't have it, but if I have it on a consistent basis, like I don't feel good. Um, and I would say those are the two kind of biggest things that I found
1: with that. Yeah. And that's awesome. I think I did, I did something very similar with doing an elimination diet, because again, it's like, like all the time I'd like eat something and then I wouldn't, like, it really wouldn't feel well. And then another time I would eat something and I would think it was very similar and I would be fine. And then you start getting, you know, just like your energy isn't good. And you're just not, you're not being fueled by what you're eating. And so again, I did the same type of elimination diet and found that like, yeah, gluten is something in general. It's not just bread. It was almost anything with like high amounts of gluten in it But again, I was tested because, you know, I was telling my doctor, I'm like, I don't like, I just don't feel like I'm breaking stuff down. Well, I'm not digesting things and I don't think I'm not sick, but like, I just don't think it's good. And, you know, nothing came back positive. So like, I don't have celiacs or anything like that. But then when I started cutting that out, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. I can eat and I don't feel lethargic afterwards. And then um, I also had to cut out, like, I don't digest like heavy protein very well, like like beef and, and chicken and stuff. Um, it's the same thing. Like I just, I, it's so inconsistent. And if I, even if I have not that much of it, even like beef broth, um, it was like really, I, I, I just feeling really not good afterwards. So I think doing the elimination diet for both of us has been really helpful to better understand our bodies and what's going to help our bodies fuel because it's going to be different I mean, you can eat chicken and, and I can't, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can drink milk just fine. I have half and half of my coffee every day and I'm fine. Um, so it's, it's just kind of funny how we think of these diets as like, oh, if I just do a keto diet or I just do a low calorie diet or a low carb diet or whatever it might be, but there's not a one size fits all. All of our physiologies are different for how we break stuff down and so- I,
0: I think one thing that I, before I did, um, the elimination, I kind of did it as a, um, you know, when you hit rock bottom and you have nowhere else to go. So you're like, fine, I'll try it. Like, (laughs) you know, but I had to think I hit, I think I had to hit that point to be willing to do it and do it like strictly. Um, and I, before I did it, I would have told you like, There is zero way that food can have that much effect on your body. Like, I just, I didn't believe it, like, all of that. And first few days, I was like, oh, I got this. This is so easy. And then you hit that, like, day four through, like, two weeks where your body's just craving, like, the sugar and all the stuff that you normally feed it. That was miserable. But after I hit that point, I was sleeping through the night. I did not have a single migraine. I didn't feel like any bloating. I didn't feel any, like I had no nausea. Like I felt good. I was eating more than I normally would eat. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, and it's not meant to lose weight, but it's just because I wasn't filling my body with certain things. Like I was actually losing weight eating more. And I was like, oh, what's this, you know, and it's not meant for that, but it was just a side effect of like showing how much what you put in your body does affect what your body feels and does.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and this is like, when I have patients ask me about, you know, Hey, like Dr. Jess, what do you think about, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to do this or build muscle or whatever it might be. What, you know, what should I eat? And I'm like, it's not, there's not a one size fits all approach. And so Um, I think if you have something super specific that you're working towards, meeting with a nutritionist or a dietitian is really helpful because they get master's degrees just in nutrition, which is awesome. And that's like such a good resource when you have something very specific that you're working towards. Um, But if you're just like the two of us and you're like, I just want to feel a little better. And I, I just want to make sure that when I'm eating, I don't like I'm not slowed down by eating, eating shouldn't eating should help me feel better not slow me down yeah. um, so like doing that elimination diet can be really insightful but I think mm-hmm. you're right about that you have to stick to it um, like when I did when I did it I was really specific about what I took out of my diet and I was very aware of what I was putting into my diet so that way I was being um, like you, you can't cheat with it because if in this yeah. in this scenario you can't cheat because then you're never gonna get your answers. Once you get your answers for what you don't do well with, then you're going to know, like right now, like if I'm traveling and the only thing I can get is, I don't know, something like with crackers that aren't gluten-free and you know, I'll get crackers and cheese and, you know, maybe some other things. Cause I'm just, it is what it is. Like you're not at home with your normal grocery store. Um, I know what I can get away with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. And I know when I've pushed it, which usually happens when I'm traveling like the summer we were in Chattanooga and like I got this veggie burger and it was only on a bun and you know I didn't realize that the filling I didn't eat the bun but like the filling in the veggie burger had a bunch of gluten in it and it was like you know like such a like good day we're out hiking and everything and by the time we got back to the um the house we were renting I was like I have to go lay down this I I know exactly what I did it was the filling in the veggie burger I just didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind, you know, um, but yeah. it's like, I'm on vacation. I want to eat a salad.
0: I <laughs> well, and, eat the, it. <laughs> and I think a healthy diet isn't, you know, in my opinion, and I, I, I would think most professionals, um, in that field would agree, but I think a healthy diet isn't 100 or in zero. Right. It's that I, a lot of times I hear people say that 80, 20, You know, 80% of the time I'm trying to do this 20% of the time I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying that glass of wine. I'm enjoying that ice cream. I'm enjoying, you know, that Mac and cheese that is out of a
1: box that you're not really getting any nutrition from. Hey, it happens to the best of us. I do the same exact rule that like 80% of the time, I'm really trying to make those good choices. And 20% of the time I'm like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. It's when I go to 25% that like- so <laughs> It kind of like slowly starts to yeah. 25, like, That was 30. 25%, it was, it was 25, that's okay. Like, I'm just gonna <laughs> recover tonight, no big deal. I'll feel better in the morning and <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, and then you just kind of like, you bounce back from that pretty quickly versus like letting that then continue to go downhill, which is the whole point is like taking that time to recognize, okay, what was it? Let me put my finger on this and, and better understand, yeah, I, I did, I did push too much because I had crackers at lunch and then I had that veggie burger. So it was like kind of a two, you know, I, yeah. I, two meals, I kind of, I pushed it on what I know I don't tolerate well. Um, so, you know, that's, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> we we well, got a hard way sometimes.
0: I have one question for you, but first I want to say, um, I, I know, like, I think it'd be really cool outside of my price range. So maybe during this podcast journey, Uh um, one day I will be able to share the results if I ever get there, but I'd love to see like a naturopath, um, you know, a doctor that does where they take blood work and they look at all the chemical levels and they're not looking Mm. at your CBC and like, you know, they're looking at all the vitamins and minerals and stuff in your body. I think that'd be really cool to do one day, although it is very expensive. Yeah, and
1: that's something to put into a savings plan, you know, to say, mm-hmm. okay, this is a goal that I want to shoot for. And um, I agree. Like, I, I think like all of these individuals that have so much training and knowledge that are outside of my scope and outside of your scope, but to really be able to tap into them and have them be able to help you feel even that much better, I think is fantastic. I mean, they're like really, food can be used, food and water and hydration can be used so much to help help our bodies function. But so much of what's accessible, it really doesn't help us. It's got so many fillers, so much sugar, um, so many things that we know are inflammatory. um, But they're it's easy, it's fast, it's convenient, and it's inexpensive. And so it makes it much, much harder to actually eat in a healthy manner. Um, It just you have to especially
0: after a crazy day do you want to stand and cook for an hour? Like, no, or this is yeah. like a microwave five minutes and I can eat and move on with my life. And I think a little, our lives are so busy that like we choose that route, I know, but, I know. um,
1: it's really it's, hard.
0: So my question for you was then you brought up traveling as one thing, but like, what are some, like, what are some big barriers you find? And then some maybe tips or tricks, obviously we're not going to be perfect with everything. And sometimes when you go on vacation, you should go on vacation and not be worried about what you're eating.
1: Um, but what are, how do you handle that? Well, I think some of my tips that I do for myself and for my family is we do meal prepping and we do this on Sundays where, uh, like we essentially make a salad for lunch and I don't put greens in it because it doesn't last the whole week, but I just put like a bunch of veggies in there and some hard boiled eggs And then that way, like all of those containers are just set in the fridge and they're ready to go. So it's like a grab and go for lunch, um, at least for my husband and I. And then uh, for the kids, there's, you know, we'll do like, we'll we'll pre-cook some, you know, squash and things that are easy to pick up and go and, um, you know, make like make some sandwiches in advance. Not the sandwiches, not too far in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely will say that like, doing that meal prep is huge. Like there's no chance that I'm going to have time in the morning to like put together a lunch and get to work on time for myself, the kids, my husband, get myself ready, get the kids ready, get out the door. Um, it's, it's not going to happen if I have to add that meal to it. So we just do that on the weekends. So what if you're
0: gone and you don't have that time?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, if I'm gone and I'm going to be traveling, honestly, I do a prep in advance for that as well. So I'll grab, like, I know there's certain granola bars that I can eat that are going to be higher in protein that I can digest well. And I test it. actually, I do this. I test it before I go, I'll get one or two and like have them like on back-to-back days just to make sure that I'm going to feel good with them. And then that way, I know in the mornings when I'm traveling, I'll at least have that granola bar to go with. Um, And then depending on where we're staying, if there's going to be a a refrigerator there, then honestly, I'll just like hit a grocery store and stock up on stuff and, um, you know, be able to do that. Um, Apples and almond butter are great to travel with. It gives you that snack with protein, Um, things that don't need to be refrigerated. I pack all of that in my suitcase. And that way, when I am on the plane or traveling in the car for long duration, and, you know, the only thing that you can really get easily is fast food. Um, it's, I've, I know I have stuff that, that will be good. Um, and then, you know, when you like pick restaurants, if you're going to eat out, pick restaurants that have a, a menu that, you know, overall looks like it'll be, um, uh, manageable, um, for, for everything, but still have fun with it. I mean, you know, still get some chips and salsa, have fun, um, <laughs> <laughs> um but you don't want to be like slowed down on your trip. Like I was in Chattanooga. I was like, come on. like <laughs> I, know, right. I know, I know, I know better than this. I should have just. I, I should have looked at the menu a little bit more before we went, that's all. Um, but again, we learned, we learned from it. Um, so so um, Dr. Bybee, what are some of the barriers that you, uh, that you deal with and how do you handle those? So I kind of, I feel like I have like two main barriers. And um,
0: the first is like just time and with that meal prep, like if um, right now I'm in a phase, I'm about to do a fellowship and I am traveling every single weekend. So I'm working Monday through Friday, sometimes Monday through Thursday. Um, And then I will get on a flight either very late Thursday, Friday night after work. And I won't get home until nine, 10 o'clock on Sunday night. So my ability to meal prep at that time is zero. Um, I mean, not zero, like I could go to the grocery store at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night after I've been gone. But I'm gonna tell you 5 a.m. on Monday morning comes way too early. Um, so that is kind of one of my biggest barriers right now in the moment. And what I try to do is on, um, the weekend. So for me personally, Tuesdays, I work all day, but it's a different, I'm not in a physical like location. So I just try to get through Monday and then I'll reset first thing Tuesday morning,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: for the remainder of the week. Um, the other thing I have found, for those of you that travel a lot, is you can bring food through security. Um, You can bring salads, you can bring, you just can't bring like water, liquid. So like I will make salads and stuff because you know the food in the airport is not the greatest, both quality and uh, nutrition. And it's like three times overpriced. Right. Um, So I will do that um, and try to like bring as much food as I can um, to kind of limit my costs and control um, what I'm putting in my second big barrier. And I know my family and my mother are going to listen to this podcast. So I'm very sorry. I love you guys. Um, but my second biggest barrier is that my family does not eat healthy. Um, when I live on my own, I like, and I've lived on my own most of my adult life. I cook everything from scratch. I don't keep any junk in the house. Like it's just very much Sundays I cook. I have my meals. And if it has any type of vegetable, fruit, anything healthy in it, my family does not eat it. So that is kind of my biggest barrier. It's like when I'm cooking, um, if I don't include them on it, then they eat out because they think that's healthy. Um, Which we all know eating out is not very healthy. Um, Not that we don't do it, but it's not healthy. So
1: well, depending on the restaurant, I mean, there's some restaurants that have, I think, been a lot better about trying to like hit that target of individuals that are trying to be healthy Um, um, but there's some that you know just
0: no they're eating out as portillos yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: Chinese right Panda express you know and I'm just like oh so I kind of feel guilty so like I want to make sure I'm trying to cook meals each day each week but then it's not exactly to the health healthy point that I would want for me right right right
1: Yep. And that's, I mean, that's where it is. It's like trying to meet your, just like we keep talking about, like meeting your different roles in life. And, and when one role is trying to take a little bit too much effort and it's like, okay, how can I reframe the situation to make sure that the way I'm perceiving it is in a healthy mindset for me, while I also am fulfilling my role with being a family member. And it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit hard to find that balance of like, what's going to work well for me and for them to make sure that I keep this relationship healthy and uh, food is, is something that I struggle with as well, because, because of how I eat, which isn't like, if I go to, if I'm invited to a barbecue, I can't eat the food there. So in advance, I just will pack my own stuff. So I don't want to be burdened to anybody else, but sometimes people perceive that I'm being judgmental towards their way of, of living when that is not the case Um, it's not the case that I'm judging that you're eating meat. I don't care if you eat meat. We're on wars. I get that. Um, I just, just so you guys
0: know, I eat meat in front of Jess all the time.
1: Yeah. It (laughs) has nothing to do with that, but it's funny how like we get these, like depending on what your choices are for your food, how other people can start to perceive you as um, maybe standoffish or judgmental or whatever it might be. And I think that's where we're just constantly having to talk about it and say, Hey, no, like, I get it. Like you're good. Don't, don't worry about me. I just can't tolerate that. That's all. Um, so that's why I brought my own food. It's not to say that your food isn't good. I just can't eat it. Cause I'll be on the, on the floor on my left side, you know, in the fetal position for a while. And I just would rather not do that. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to do that for me. Um, so that way we can still be friends. We can still hang out. Um, so it's just, it's funny how even, even food turns into, we're still having to make sure we're keeping our, our social relationships healthy, family, friends, all of that. Um, so it is what it is. We just gotta like talk about it and bring it to the forefront of, of the conversation and then make people more aware that um, it is hard. It's hard to eat healthy. There's so many barriers, um, but that's okay. It doesn't make it not possible. It just means that we have to put things in place to help us. Um, yeah. be a little bit more, um, with that 80, 20, help us reach that 80, a little bit easier and with less guilt. Um, it's not about guilt. There's no, like, no, no, that only brings you down. It doesn't, it doesn't build you back up again. Um, so, um, so next week, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about tools that are in the kitchen that can help, And, you know, just little simple things that maybe uh, like Dr. Bobby or or I have tried and that have helped us and things that maybe we tried that actually increased our time and didn't help, but maybe, (laughs) maybe you can learn from that or even give us recommendations (laughs) of like, oh, Hey, yeah, you, you, maybe you just missed a couple steps or it doesn't have to be that hard if you just do this. Um, So anyway, we're going to, we're going to get in the kitchen and just, just try some different things out and see if it's, if it's helpful for everybody, okay? Um, and Dobby, do you, wanna, do you wanna talk about what the challenge is for this? Yeah. week? Yeah, so
0: we hope you were able last week to record your kind of sleep and just kind of pay attention, more of an awareness. Um, so this week, we want you to try one new recipe. Any meal, any yes. type, doesn't even have to be healthy. Uh-huh. Just get in the kitchen and try one new recipe. And let us know, A, the recipe, and B, if you liked it. All right. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. Bye.